Welcome to Unapologetically Abundant Podcast. I'm your host, Petya Kolibová, that love coach who helps corporate women who have been pushed down and back due to traumatic relationship or childhood trauma in their past, which has caused them to see themselves not in a bright light that makes them people please and not show up the way they know they are capable of showing up. My mission is to help women who are on the path to heal from their past wounds, move through their limiting beliefs and internal blocks so they can guide other women through online coaching, which is that deep down what they are feeling they really want to do instead of sitting in their corporate job. Each week I will be offering an interview or an idea that will support you to leave behind what isn't serving you anymore and create a life filled with freedom, abundance, and purpose. No more hiding, no more waiting. The time to take care of yourself, to uplevel your life is now. Hello, hello, beautiful soul. I am so eager about today's episode. I was just telling my today's guest that she's the happy ending of my day and you will very soon see why. Tam is absolutely incredible expert in astrology and you guys know I am so obsessed with learning so much about astrology and different modalities on how to understand not only better ourselves, but also the world and the universe around us. So I'm really excited about this episode and I'm so thankful to have you here today. Oh, Petya, this is my honor. I'm so excited about our discussion today. Beautiful. And before we dive in, because I'm like, I'll just lean back and I will listen. Okay. I'm so (laughs) eager for today's episode because we will be talking about like, what is really 2021 bringing us astrologically, right? So I'm really eager about that. But before we go there and I'll just sit back and chill and watch and listen, I would love to first um, take you on a little adventure. It's something that I love doing with all of my guests. So if you're open to it, what I would love for you to do is just for a moment, gently close your eyes and take a deep breath in, relaxing your shoulders, relaxing your neck, relaxing your whole body. Feeling the fresh air on your face. And as you are breathing deeper and deeper and deeper, I would love for you to visualize that it's beautiful, crisp summer morning in Maine. You're on your morning walk and you are looking at the blooming trees, blooming flowers. The wind, it's playing with your hair and you're feeling so blessed looking around on this beauty of this miracles nature. And as you're walking in this bliss, you see a little girl running around and picking up the wild flowers all around. And one of them comes to you, she brings you beautiful wild flowers, so many different colors. She gives them to you. She smiles and she says, who are you? What is the one thing you would love this little girl to know? Not what do you do, but who you really are. (laughs) 
Beautiful. Young lady, little one, I'm here to guide. Mm. I'm here to help more people understand who they are at a really deep and yet unconscious level. That's what I'm here to do. I'm here to laugh. I'm here to play. And I'm here to teach. Wow, that is so beautiful. Thank you. I love that. I love that. And I, it's something that lessons I'm this, they didn't taught me that when I was growing up or in the school, like, hey, you get to know yourself first. Never. I never heard it before. Like you get to get into the adult thing and the struggle your way through trying to be everything for everyone. And then you realize like, wow, this is kind of not working. So why do you think, what is your experience and why should people, I don't like though using the word should, but why it is advantageous for people to know themselves deeply? Oh, wow. That's the crux of my work. I firmly believe that the more you know, the more you grow. And therefore, the further you go. Um, that is the truth of it. And, you know, it's, it is in, emblazoned, I'll say, in, you know, in Rome, in the Colosseum, know thyself. It's everything. It is just everything to life. The more that you understand who you are, how you're wired, what you're here to do, it's life-changing. It's absolutely life-changing. Yeah. That is so beautiful. And I wonder on your journey, when did you start to uncover who you truly are? Because for me, for example, it was in my thirties, you know, mm-hmm. when I really tap into shifting who I am and really even allowing myself to pass because I was going like, you know, 10 miles, like a crazy a minute. And it's just, yeah. it was crazy. I wouldn't stop. I wouldn't pass. I would be working all the time, but I was doing it just to feel validated. Like, oh, I do have a reason to be here because you see, I'm doing something. Mm. And now when I work with women, I was like, okay. First thing, breathe and pause and do nothing so you can step into your being. But when you're right. in it, you cannot see it. So when was it for you? Uh, um, another really good question. Uh, for me, it happened just about m- during my first Saturn return. And that's a little astrological term that I didn't know at the time that I was in it. But a Saturn return is when Saturn for the first time in your life returns to where it was at your birth. And it kind of creates this conundrum, like, who am I? What am I doing? What am I here for? And, and I was just about 28 or 29 years old. And, and spirit just started nudging me really, really hard. Prior to that, I mean, I was engaged at 17, married at 18, pregnant at 19, delivered at 20, second baby at pregnant at 21, 22, delivered again. Like my life was a whirlwind. And at 28 or 29, things started to slow down a little. And then all of a sudden spirits like right here, you know, there's more to you, girl, like, slap in the face like wake up (laughs) I I wonder because you know many of our listeners they I believe nine out of ten of the the ladies they tapped into the astrology because it's something that we really aspire to really understand but for those who are just like what are you talking about Saturn Saturn return right and you explain it so beautifully and I took a note to leave it in the show notes too yet 
I'm curious, is it for everybody the same? Is it around that age, 28, 29? Because that's what would explain everything because that's when I like said enough, it's enough. I can't take this anymore. And I got into such a dark point in my life. I, I really thought about taking my own life. Oh, you wow. know, when I was 18, I attempted for suicide. And when you think about it for the second time, you make no mistakes. Yeah. So it's like what you're saying, it resonates in my heart so deeply. So I'm wondering, is it more or less the same? How long it takes the Saturn to go around into the same position, the 28, 29? It is the same for everybody. About 28 and a half years is the the length of time it takes Saturn to go around the sun and return to right where it was at the time of your birth. So it happens at least three times. If you live a long, healthy life, you'll experience it in your 50s, in your early 50s. And then you'll experience- I am counting on my fingers. I was like, dang, (laughs) another shift happening. I'm not ready. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Uh, And then it'll happen again- I think it's around 80. I haven't done the math lately, but mm-hmm. it's around 80 or in your early 80s. And you you really get, it's like that transition from prior to 28, 29, you're like a, a girl or a young woman. And then you're going into your maturity. You're going into your 30s and 40s. And then you're like, wow, you're really the go-to. And and at that last one, when you're 80, you're crone. You're you're the wise woman, and you you have all this wisdom to dispense. And yeah, it is the same for every person. Yeah. And it's such a a potent potent time. And for those who don't really understand, I'm in the thick of it. It's scary. Oh yeah, it was. It really was because I yeah. was feeling completely lost and I'm disturbed. Lost on the yes. outside, everything looked perfect I was like married and I had a six-pack and I had a corporate career like on the outside everything looked great on the inside I felt like imposter and I was feeling so empty and dying and binging on the food and wine and like just shopping to distract myself so Tam like just if we would cut it off which we're not right here right now I can promise you are saving lives because knowing there is nothing wrong with you, that this is completely normal and something we all going through. It's a life changer. And you said it at the beginning and I so wholeheartedly live by that. No thyself. That's why I'm like always ever learning. We get to know ourselves. So this is so powerful. Please keep going. (laughs) Well, I mean, the key is what something you just said, you're not broken. All of you who are listening to this, make sure you understand you are not broken. I just did an astrology reading for a lovely woman yesterday, and she's had a lot of, of real trials in her life, particularly financially. And it was written in her chart. I mean, there's complete tension between her debt and her income. And I wanted her to understand you're not broken. This is your experience you're here to have in this lifetime. That's why knowing your astrology is so very powerful. Mm. Um, I want to go one step a little bit further because I'm obsessed with human design and a part of a human design is the astrology. So what would be the difference if I want to have a human design reading and if I want to have an astrology reading, what would be the difference? 
Um, you know what? You, I would honestly say that I can't answer that very clearly. I don't know enough about yeah. human design. Um, I know that astrology will explain to you where the planets were in which area of your life and how they're going to affect you. And human design, as I understand it, is relative to certain gates. Mm-hmm. Is that correct? Yes. And is that like openings to where the stars are laying? Yes, it has a it, it it has like it has the whole like uh chart, like the astrological chart, you know, where are what is where, like in a time that you were born, you know, and how is it affecting you? But you know, human design, it's it's blending, you know, I Ching and astrology and Kabbalah and you know the the Vedic um of the chakras. So it's it's very complex. So that's why I was wondering, and I love astrology, you know, of course I do, but I was wondering like, if people want to get to know themselves, like, where do they start? Like, you know, let me, let me say this. Uh, I always say, throw everything at it. When you're in the throes of learning your, who you are and your own spirituality, have a numerology reading, have an astrology reading, have I Ching, get a good tarot reading, like throw everything at it. It all works and it all applies to who you are. It's the truth. It all is very, very relative and it all interconnects. It's all different threads of the same cloth. Hmm, Beautiful. So let's take you back into the time that you were 28 and half. (laughs) We're like all over the place, but it's so beautiful. So what would happen? What shift back then? Wow. Well, then I was like realizing there's more to me than just being his wife, being their mom, being the good aunt, the good sister-in-law, the great daughter-in-law. Like my identity was being discovered. And at the same time, my spirituality was really um, starting to bubble up and it was kind of in my face and it was presenting me you know, with something. And I will be dead honest in that it took me another 10 years. Not that the whole um, weight of a Saturn return stayed 10 years, but for me to get brave enough to really face who I was and what I wanted in my life was a 10 year journey. I ended up divorcing after being married for 20 years and having raised my most beautiful people on the planet. You know, I decided to give that up to be fully me. And, and that is certainly not a journey for everybody to take. Uh, but that was how it played out for me. It was 10 years of me sorting through it. It's so fascinating because like I, again, I can resonate so much. It took me almost a decade. I will be 37 this April, you know, and it's, it took me almost a decade to be where I am today when I'm accepting and expressing myself unapologetically. And like you said, it's a still journey. Yes. Where I am today and who I am being today, it's the most fulfilling and abundant that it ever been. So thank Thank you. Thank you for sharing that, you know, and also thank you for sharing that it's not instant click. It's not like this microwave mentality on like put it in and the one minute later you are taking it all out. I, I truly believe we get to find a joy in the journey, even when it sucks, you know, and you know, when it sucks, just keep going because as, as you go, you grow. Yes, that that's the absolute truth. Mm. And you have to be willing to put in the time and really do it well and make your decisions mm-hmm. really well. Um, I hadn't I hadn't really dove into astrology at that point. I knew a little bit about astrology, but not at that time. I was doing it 
I was learning as I was going and just discovering myself and honoring my journey. That's beautiful. Yeah, it's it's fascinating. I with the human design, I also discovered and I just now like now a few days ago, started to study the gene keys, you know, and it's so fascinating. I'm like, blown away. And it's sad that one of the things that I get to remember the most important thing on my journey, is being patient, because I'm not going to have my purpose right away. It is unfolding and I will live my purpose in an elder age. I'm like, okay, that makes sense about the patient part. Yep. Okay. I got it. <laughs> so it, are it, you an Aries? Are, are you an Aries? No, I'm Taurus. I'm uh, April okay. 26. So I'm, I'm Taurus. Okay. Uh, but it, it was just so fascinating. And like, you know, more I learn, more relaxed I am, more I'm trusting, more it makes sense. So um, right. and, and talking about like knowing, you know, I would love, love, love to dive into the 2021. What do you get to share with us? Oh, wow. Wasn't 2020 cute? (laughs) 2020 was quite the ride. And I guess I will tell everybody, you know, the good news is if, if 2020 was like being at the, the roller coaster ride and you're at the top of the peak and it breaks down and you're up there and you're like, Oh no, you know, it's so scary. And I don't know what's going to happen next. And you can look down, but you're scared. 2021 is like you're just on the ride and it's up and down and there are real choice points but it's not going to be like 2020 it isn't Mm -hmm. so I have some keywords for 2020 that uh, 2021 that will really help people I think and um, a, a real question that people can ask themselves as they work through 2021 So we do have some really big transits that are going to happen over the next year, and they start right off in January. But to get to the three words that are the guiding words for next year, I made it simple for 2021. The ABCs of the year are adjust, balance, and co-create. So... And, and if you look at the cover of the Energy Almanac for this year, which is the book that I write every year, there's a tree on the cover of the book. And it was highly intentional because if you think about a tree and the, the way the tree shows up in nature is it's very strong and grounded, but it's flexible in the way it moves with life. And it's always willing to let go of what it doesn't need anymore, right? Those leaves, those acorns that they don't need, they're just willing to drop them and move move into the next season for itself. And that is really the way that we have to be mindful next year. There's going to come choice points, for lack of a better word, um, that we're going to have to face as we go through 2021. And you're going to want to ask yourself this question regularly. Is it going to be status quo or forward flow for me? So, Petya, you'll remember that we are heading into the age of Aquarius. Some astrologers would even say we're in the age of Aquarius, but we're really moving into this energy of whatever we do had better be good for we, not just for me. So that um, where we go one, where we go all kind of mentality is really important as we make decisions next year. When the choice points come up and you're like, am I going to do the, 
this is what I'm familiar with. So this is how it's going to be, which is a very rigid feel. Are you going to go there and go with um, what you know? Or are you going to like, I'm just going to flow with this and I'm going to let it be. That's a really important energy that we want to master in 2021. That's beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that. I'm like taking notes like a crazy person because I just love, 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 love that, you know, and it's such a beautiful analogy with the tree, you know, like really being grounded and, and observant and really like moving with what it's coming. Right. But also I think it's very important to acknowledge and let go of what is not serving us, you know, and because sometimes it can be really scary. So right. you mentioned that there are some bigger like astrological points and it's starting in January. Um, do you have any of those that we can highlight that we can be like, okay, on January, don't do any of this. And on <laughs> April, you better do this. <laughs> well, I will tell you that the three big um, transits that are happening are relative to money. Great. I hope it's all positive. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, it's choice points. It's exactly what I was talking about. There's choice points. So the planet Uranus is inside of Taurus currently, and it's going to stay there for the next several years. I'm looking at my chart. Uh, it's going to be there till 2025. So Uranus creates change. Taurus is about tangibles and things we value, right? <laughs> and you can easily say Taurus rules money. So there's going to be three points in 2021 where we have uh, something around money is going to be tense and perhaps change. Mm -hmm. I can't predict the stock market will tank or the stock market will go up. I can't say, guess what? We're all going to go to digital currency. I don't know. Maybe we're going on the gold standard. I don't know what those choice points will be, but something's going to show up that makes us go, hold on, wait, wait, no, this is so uncomfortable for me. Do I choose the status quo? Or do I choose the forward flow? This is what I'm talking about. So we're looking at January. We're looking at uh, June, I believe. And I, I'm going from memory here, December. I didn't write my notes on that one. Um, and they're, they're absolute times when we're going to have to choose. Are we going to choose the more Aquarian feeling of innovation and freedom? Aquarians love their freedom. They're also very emotionally objective. They know how to detach and go, well, like if my emotions weren't here, I would just make this decision. <laughs> Whereas other signs are much more emotionally involved with their decision-making. So um, we're looking at dealing with Jupiter and Saturn and they're, they're exactly you know, Jupiter expands, Saturn constricts. So freedom versus constraint. These are regular themes for next year. It's, it's really, really important that we remember this question, status quo or forward flow. Love that. And I want, I, I want to be really clear with you that I'm trying to not use astro speak. People get really scared. What is a grand conjunction? What is a grand trine? Like, I want it to be clear. It's going to affect money. It's about decision-making. It's about freedom versus constriction. 
Mm, that's so beautiful. And I think it's so powerful because this way we are inviting people to be aware, but we're not. Yeah. I just don't feel that it doesn't feel right to me to tell people like this and this and it's black and white and it's this is this is way, you know, I, I think that we all, like you said, we come to the choice points and do I want this or do I choose this? So based on our decisions, we are creating our own reality and astrology is going to be there to assist us like, hey, right now you might be feeling a little bit heavier or right now you might feel like you're living like heaven on earth right so it's going to be affecting you but or influencing you but it's not going to dictate your reality like you are the creator of your reality and having that power within you not the control but the power within you and really looking at your life from the place and i love that question hmm Am I choosing the status quo or am I choosing moving forward? It's so beautiful, flowing forward. My beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. So I wonder, this is so beautiful. I wonder what are some of your personal daily rituals that are keeping you in the flow? Oh, wow. I love to answer that for you. I am, you know, I do coaching work as, as well. I really feel it is so urgent that more people get on board with developing a practice for setting their day up in the morning before they run into their day. So I do a, I call it the daily manifestival where I'm manifesting um, my best version of myself. So it involves um, prayer work. It involves journaling. I actually do. I'm an artist as well. So I I will spend a few minutes painting just to get the creativity going. But I actually believe in generative EFT, emotional freedom technique, as well as generative questions. So um, my favorite question that I lean on right now would be, what contribution can I be and receive today? So I'm going to be a contribution to somebody and I'm certain I'm going to receive a contribution as well. And I wonder what that is. I don't know. I, I sometimes will ask, what will I celebrate today? Mm. And I just try to develop this habit of asking really light questions that forces a really light answer. Oh my gosh. I just love it so much. And it's so funny because I never, I I didn't know that it's called generative questions. I call them reflective questions. And I love asking these to my clients, you know, I either the beginning or end of the week and it's just to reflect. It's really just a sudden intention. It's to like recap and really ask yourself what felt what felt good this week what felt effortless and where in my life I would like more support so just like Mm. making people just to be aware and I think it's so and and they just love it one of my clients was like can you like create like a journal so I have like everyday question I'm like let me check on my uh, full schedule (laughs) (laughs) I understand that that. where can um is there any place that can people find these like um, beautiful generative questions or you're just creating them for yourself? I, one of my projects in 2021 will to be making a deck. I will make a deck of cards because I use these. I bet I have a hundred questions on my desk on index cards mm. and I find one that's right. And I will use them. I've been asked multiple times to make a deck, but other than that, I make them up as I go They're in. Also, I designed a planner for people and it's called the magic makers planner and anybody can grab one. It's got questions all through it. 
Mm. And as a matter of fact, I just remembered the energy almanac has 12 different generative questions, one for every month. So you could focus on one question every single month. Mm, that's beautiful. And the, the magic makers, where they can where can people find it on your website? Shopbigsky.com is my website where I have a lovely online store. Shop Big Sky. Shopbigsky.com. That's beautiful website name. I love that. So I love your daily rituals. My morning routine, it's definitely non-negotiable for me too. And yes. one last question. What is that you want her to know? The one who is listening right now and she's still trying to discover why she's here, what is her purpose? And she's still struggling with, you know, having the clarity. What would you love her to know? I hope this resonates with you who is hearing my voice right now. It is all unfolding perfectly. Mm-hmm. That is the truth of it. There's a saying, and I believe it's by Goethe, the German poet, all is well and all is well and all in time will be well. Wow, that is so beautiful. Yeah, like once we can, um, once we can really tap into the trust and the surrender yes. that we don't have to have it or figure it out. We don't have to control it all. Uh, and if you would have told me to have like five years ago, 10 years ago, where I would be today, I would think you're crazy and you get to take some like pill, extra pill today, you know, I would not believe that. Yeah. Look, you made me cry. <laughs> Thank you for being yeah. so open. Yeah. Thank you. And I, I really love this. You know, there's just like so much we could go even deeper, but I would really love everyone to connect with you. Uh, yeah. Besides your website, the shopbigsky.com, is there any other place you love hanging out with people? Uh, I am I am all over Instagram and Facebook. And if they go to the Energy Almanac, if they type in that in almost anywhere, they will find me. They will. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Thank you so much for not only for today, I had so much fun and really so much resonance with you and and what you were saying. And and really, thank you so much for shedding the light on, you know, on my life too. like really looking and hearing your story really brought more light into my story and into my life. So I really appreciate you excited to be, you know, exploring our further collaboration because I absolutely love your work. But thank you for the work you are doing with other people really reminding them of why they are here and really reminding them that they matter so thank you so much oh it's been a pleasure chatting with you and thank you for letting me into your life